it's going to be a penalty shootout to find out who the final quarter finalists at the 2018 World Cup will be. England's fourth World Cup shootout. Nobody needs reminding what happened in the previous three. Columbia versus England. Well, how hammers it home. It's over to England. Harry Kane. That is outstanding from Kane. It's Batty, and England are out of the World Cup. I don't believe it. Imagine what it's like stepping up and taking one. When your country's hopes of staying in the World Cup are on the line. Henderson puffs out his cheeks. Welcome back to the ACSE podcast. Now on episode 23. Uh, back to wearing a decent shirt this week. I don't know if you saw last week's episode. Uh, it's the one that a lot of people, especially Adil, has been waiting for to see me in a Spurs shirt, but that's gone. It didn't get burned, I'm ashamed, but it's now no. back to his white Polona. Uh, but yes, back. We're doing a bit of a Gareth Southgate sort of episode about England. Uh, before we jump into that subject, just round up if you saw last week's episode. We've done a round one of predictions of our game. Adil has currently got a 5-4 lead. No correct scores. Uh, I think that's the first time it's happened for us since we started it last year. Not one of us got a correct prediction, but what can I say? So I'll quickly pass over to the usual co-host Adil and we'll get started. Hello again, guys. Yeah, it's me again. Um, yeah, so obviously the prediction started last week. Uh, Charles obviously has already said it already. Not, not a great start, but I'm obviously ahead. Um, obviously, the fantasy team is obviously that's up and running as well. I think Charles is doing a lot better than me on that. Uh, um, just a quick update of who is leading. And uh, I know someone had a, like over 100 points. Someone had an uh, incredible Aaron reach. Atkinson. Uh, he's currently got 107 points. Incredible. There you go. Incredible. incredible. I'm currently yeah. down in seventh with 75. I'll take that for a first week start. Yeah, I think I'm about, I'm about 13 or 14, I believe. Uh, it was currently 14th with 61. Uh, okay, okay. And in last place at the moment is Oliver Thomas with 29. Okay, well, Oliver's only got, only got about 90 points to make up after one week. Exactly. So, um, sorry, Oliver, but I think your 50 quid chances are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from me again. Um, yeah, just obviously thank you as well. Uh, 22 episodes, 23 now. As I've already mentioned before, it's getting more stretched and stretched, but we are doing our absolute best to get in the episodes. Um, 
and uh, we'll just keep the content keep coming. To be honest, we obviously we still enjoy doing these. Exactly. We're getting the views, we're getting the numbers. So obviously, you guys still like watching it and listening to our obviously views and stuff as well, which is which is really nice. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a, it's a massive thank you. Um, and I think we'll dive straight into the uh, the episode. Of course, and I'll just say touch on a bit there. I think what you said there is we enjoy doing this as much. And I think if you guys probably haven't seen the news, it looks like we are probably heading into another lockdown situation. This, this, I think this is something that keeps us happy, keeps us going, and we hope we can sort of help you guys in any way. Uh, with our yeah. Hope we end yeah. Up but like I said, we'll get into the episode. So we'll sort of talk about England. We sort of touched on it, I'd say the last two or three episodes, slightly with our opinions of England. And I think we've done an Instagram Live a few weeks ago, sort of talking about our thoughts of uh, retro mm. and such. But yeah. it's such a hot topic at the moment with Gareth Southgate. Uh, and is Gareth Southgate the one anymore? Because mm. my personal opinion, I don't know. It, mm. it's hard. I think a lot of people are going, obviously, watching the last game. I don't think you watched it, but the nil-nil no, was... I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> no, and I'm is, you go back to what England was saying, we've been such a good attacking talent for the last two, three years. Yeah. Go into a game where nil-nil, it's like we're going backwards for the Southgate at the moment. Yeah. Um... I think, first of all, I'd like to give a lot of credit to Gareth Southgate. And I think, um, obviously, coming in, not, no one, let's be honest, I don't think there was anyone that was really optimistic and happy about the appointment. Had a fantastic World Cup. But I feel like that great World Cup showing is, a, is like, a, what's that saying when he's probably done too good for himself and then it's, you know, like a burden. I'm not sure what the saying is, but he feels like doing so well in the World Cup. Not overachieved himself, didn't he, really? That's, that's the word, yeah. Overachieved himself, effectively, if you like. Um, done so well. Um, but what's, what I've noticed, and this is an unfortunate situation, is now we have incredible young stars. Um, our front line, especially with the front three, I don't think there's many, many international teams in the world that are better than England's front three. Very, they're all attacking youngsters who love to play with flair and a lot of skills. Yeah, and I do question if Gareth Southgate is the man that can get the best out of the, the players. I think you agree there. And, yeah, you look at our front line now, I don't mean just the front line, but I'd say the midfield wing side of things and the forward. There's not mean I'll say nations only really is France, and I don't yeah. think it's gonna be a side like France for the next 20 30 years where they've got the amount of quality, they've got four teams. The oh, yeah. world-class potential. Yeah, yeah, of course. Holland are looking very good again. Germany are always going to be a good side. But if you're going by numbers, we're probably up there with the best now. And it's been a long time since you could even put us in towards that bracket. Um, and like I said, I think the World Cup for Gareth mm. Southgate was, in a way, a bit hard for him because now everyone had this expectation of him. Correct, correct, yeah. We're going to win the Euros and it's... I don't know. With him under control, I don't know. But no. I, I think it's... Uh, um, I actually read a report by someone. I'm not sure who it was. It might be Transfer Market. You know, the world... Yeah, They're yeah. very good at... You know, the Transfer Market without the E. That yeah. yeah. And I think England... In England, international players are worth... A, what are the most valuable international team in the world. Also, now... The sorry? That, I think it's a stigma within England. If you're an English player, your value gets tripled. Yeah, this, this is what I, um, I totally agree. And this is what, what I found so interesting, was that it wasn't based off an English report. It was like a, a generalised report, which made it even more like, we're up there. 
Um, I mean, obviously, I saw clips of the game. Was it Denmark? The new one? It was, yeah. wasn't it? And I think we edged out, um, was it Iceland? Yeah. And that was all because it was obviously a missed penalty. It wasn't a great showing. I'm just starting to get a bit impatient. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've said it clearly before as well. I am more club than country. And a lot of people disagree with that. I mean, I think, like you said, you love, you love England. And I, don't get me wrong, I do love England. But we do well. I'm not, I'm not more country and club, but international football is something that's got a lot more exciting. I'll say it appeals to more yeah. hard. I'll say the older generation is always more, but it's now starting to become a bit of a bigger thing for people our age because we're actually doing well. We've been so good. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and this is my point. I don't, I've, I've, it's always been Liverpool before England. However, I, I, I'm, this is, they're still my country, England, and they're definitely the team I support when it comes to football and in the World Cup. Um, and not just football, other sports. I'm always supporting England. However, um, I don't feel like, I personally don't think Gareth Southgate is the right man going forward. I feel like with the talent at the disposal right now, we could do with a young manager who loves playing attacking football with brave young manager um, who can who can really and I, and I truly believe this who can take us to a Euros win or even a World Cup win. Of course, you know? we've got the potential, and there's no denying that. I think not being like saying we're biased to England, but if you look at the generational players we've got coming through, the likes of Mason Greenwood, Bellingham. Now, obviously, we've done an episode about him recently. Is he worth it? He's proven it. He's got yeah. out of Dortmund and he scored on his debut the youngest ever scorer. You look at these players coming through, like you're saying now, we need a manager who's going to back them. And who would you say would be that manager? Um, well, this is always an interesting one because a lot of people and a lot of international teams, they recruit managers that are of their country. And, and why wouldn't you? You, know, you see France is being managed by, I believe, still a Frenchman, Germany, German, etc., etc. Um, Holland was Koeman, obviously that Barcelona now. And within our country, in terms of young English managers, and this is going to sound, this is going to, it, it won't sound great and it will, won't, will probably come across controversial. He's not English, but I'd love to see Brendan Rodgers in charge of England. And yeah. Brendan Rodgers is a manager who, yes, you know, sometimes he's, he's, his ego and his, the way he goes about himself doesn't always appeal to everyone. Yeah. However, you know, he, he's done it where, you know, I'm came to Liverpool very close to winning the title, gone to Scotland. I know anyone could do that at Scotland, fair enough. Won everything possible there. Come to Leicester now, nearly made top four with Leicester. However, <laughs> Leicester have started off well. I just feel like, and he does like to play that nice attacking brand of football. Yeah. Um, a young manager who, I know he's not English, but he's, he's British. Yeah. Um, would he take on England? Maybe not, because a lot of managers love to club jobs. I wouldn't think he was... However, yeah. I think Sorry. later in his career, he would like to. Um, I'd love to see Brendan Rodgers as a manager of England. I think uh, a manager everyone was very close. It was Jose Mourinho, I think, at one time. It was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I think sort of my shout is a manager we all know very well, I think, has been linked with the ball with maybe Eddie Howe. Yeah. Uh, he was the other guy I was going to actually mention. Um, obviously, now, no longer manager of Bournemouth. No denial. No. He took him from the levels or I believe was it League 2 or League 1 at the time took him to the Premier yeah. League turned him mm -hmm. to a stable club in the Premier League for many years um, I think he could be an interesting shout yeah he fits the colour of a young manager he does he definitely yeah. does attacking football mm, I don't know but mm. I think he would have the ability to do it but the other interest I'm just thinking would someone like Frank Lampard be a good shout um, 
just quickly on Mourinho as well. I think Mourinho, obviously, he's not. He's actually spoken of his, of his love for it, managing England one day. However, if the, if we're talking about the young players we've got, attacking style of football players we've got, that straight away for me, okay, he's a winner. Yes, he's a winner. But we um, we we contradict ourselves if we say we want to get rid of Gareth, we want to get Mourinho. It's not really work. But Eddie Howe, I, I fully agree with. Um, and then you did mention about Frank. What did you just? Frank Lampard, yeah. Frank Lampard, I think he's obviously early stage of his managerial career. Yeah. Um, bright, bright start, we have to say. He hasn't been an incredible start. Yes, he made top four with not a lot of pressure. So let's see how he does this season. He's got the players. You know, I, I, I just think a manager that young with, let's be honest, relatively no experience, he will want to stay in club career for at oh, least five, ten years oh, before even considering that. The one that I find very, very interesting, as you just mentioned, is Eddie Howe. Yeah. And Eddie Howe, like you said, been linked with big clubs, Liverpool, Arsenal in the past, um, and obviously now out of a job. I actually, this, well, I'm not disagree because you didn't say he doesn't, but I think he does play attacking brand of football. And I think Bournemouth, with the players they had up there at the, in their team, the, the signings he made, they tried that. Obviously, it's, it's hard because you're at Bournemouth, you haven't got the finance, financial muscle that the other clubs have. He tried to play similar to how Graham Potter is trying to play at Brighton now. Exactly that. Yeah, and so. Graham Potter is another name in there, actually, yeah. who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. A very astute manager who's not very, um, going to be under the radar, yeah. keeps himself to himself. He's not really in the media spotlight uh, um, and, and loves to play football. I can't remember the name of that club. There was a team that beat us, wasn't they? Arsenal in the Europa. Did they come very close to it or beat us? Oh, and he managed them, didn't he? Yes, or... I can't remember the name. Was it like an Icelandic? Icelandic. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be guessing here, so I wouldn't know that I team. I think it was a bit... That was when he sort of popped up massively on the radar, and then obviously Brian mm. jumped and get him. Um, it's an interesting. I think there's so many managers that could be linked with the job. Um, yeah, I think the main priority if they do decide to make the FA make the decision to get rid of Gareth is you've got to get a manager in who can get the best going forward. We've got. I think you have to get a manager in that is best for the suit of lads we've got in our team. Um, I. Definitely don't think Gareth Southgate will be relieved of his duties until at least after the Euros. Because I think of what he done at the World Cup, he mm. at least deserves that. And, and I don't think many will disagree with that. Yeah. Um, and if he does well again in the Euros, then there's no reason to get rid of him. So yeah. he will get that. So we're not, look, talk, we're not talking about a manager to come in in the next six months, in the next oh, no, not at all. year or so. So it will be a, a phase thing. A However, in terms of a long-term success that we're looking for in terms of the international stage which we haven't had for 66 so how many years i don't know 50 plus years um we i'm not sure if he's a long-term manager to get us that success another manager i'm going to chuck in there um let's see what you think about him is chris wilder yeah what what do you what do you make of that one do you see him leaving sheffield though I think if England came calling in a couple of years' time, and by then he would have been at Sheffield United for a few years, um, there's only so far you can take Sheffield United, because let's be honest, you can't really get them to Europe. No. He absolutely but loves Sheffield United. He loves his club, I think no doubt about it. It will be a thing to me, is I can't see him leaving the same way Eddie Howe would have been Bournemouth. You sort of become part mm. of the framework of a club. And the only way... It's similar to how a bit like Wenger. When you become part yeah. of the culture, you're not going to go... On merit, you have the only thing. The only thing that makes me a little bit interesting on interested on Chris Wilder. England used to play a five-three-two, 
Uh, or like a five. They did it at the World Cup, didn't they? World Cup, yeah. Yeah, and it worked. I know football moves on all the time, mm. but Sheffield United, we see the way they play. Yeah. Very similar to how England had their success in the World Cup. Um, he's, he's a very likeable guy. I think who doesn't like Chris Wilder? Yeah. I just think you just never know. Um, would he be much bigger upgrade on Gareth? Probably not. No. Um, but ultimately, Gareth is not going to be there forever. Let's be honest. No, and I think um, another thing sort of to throw in there, if whoever does take over has to sort of have, I would say, the maturity to deal with. So obviously, it's another thing is seeing while on international duty recently, you had the whole palaver with Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden. Yeah. Uh, it, you need to have someone who's got the experience to guide these. Deal with that. Deal with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Kids are young and they're being thrown in on a massive stage of the international stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mason Green is he 18, 19, and Phil Foden. Yeah, 18. These are they're still in in their own right. They're still kids. They're still young adults who they're not used to this level of fame yeah. and, and, and that's the, the main thing you said there is that they are young and we can't be in a situation and in the you know we don't want to be part of what the media do a lot in our country is straight away label them with oh this is not good they're young age you got to remember their kids um if mason greenwood does it again and again yeah. and phil Foden does it and again and again then i will start to question it yeah but you do it you learn and you move on exactly and it's i think i think we touched on it before is people remember these are young and you talk about the golden generation, which was meant to be Wayne Rooney and exit. Yeah. Angels themselves. Everyone goes through these personal things and it's, it's just like life. Everyone makes mistakes, mm. but you've got to learn. But, but you've got to learn from it. And that's the, and, and the, what I've noticed sometimes about Gareth Southgate. And again, I do question his leadership sometimes mm. because obviously last year you had the debacle between Joe Gomez and Raheem Sterling. And there was no real talk from the manager. I know he did send Raheem Sterling home. Yeah. Um, but I believe it was Jordan Henderson who, who resolved that, didn't exactly. he? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and Jordan Henderson is not even the captain of England, so he didn't have to do it. But he, why did he feel like he had to do it? Mm. Um, and also, again, this year with Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden, Gareth, again, dropped them. But there was not a, like, stop, mess, stop messing about, basically. There was not, I feel like, and again, and this is going to sound a bit of a disservice to Gareth Southgate, but I feel like they feel like they can do what they like with it. Yeah. Um, and like that is not... Exactly. I mean, he's a great manager. Gareth Southgate is a very likeable man. 100% doubt about it. What you're saying there is, I think it's very different. You look at, I'll say, two clubs to me that stand out and do it differently now is, obviously, you under Klopp. Mm-hmm. Players know where they stand. And I think, Arteta, since he's been at Arsenal, you look at the way we are, go back six months ago, the difference. And it's that yeah. respect for the manager. And I think at times, there's not many players who have respect for Southgate in that way. No, and that's the worry. And that's, that's why, why I think... Because he's such a nice, nice, likable man. We like him. You like him. I like him. You know, Dave from the Chippy likes him. Everyone but, likes him. I think obviously you but the players him. clearly think they're bigger than him. And they are. And they are bigger than him. So it, yeah. that's where, because they are, yeah. the players, look, Gaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford, they're a bigger name than Gareth Southgate. Oh, yeah. So maybe we need a big name to kind of get the best out of the players. Yeah. And I think like you say there is, they're bigger than him is, is the respect level. Sorry about the interruption there. So where we was, we were talking about Southgate, I believe. But we'll sort of just switch. Yeah, I don't know why we completely forgot what we were talking about. It's not, not good at all. Stuff, yeah. There you go. You get to sort of see the real life, what we're like. We forget things like that. Yes. Uh, what I say now is I think sort of the respect level of things. It's some of these players, like 
I think the person was talking about so many managers in it. Mourinho would be a guy who wouldn't mm-hmm. take that. No, no chance. Um, I don't know. It's sort of link it in. In you look at the all or nothing thing. Watching the Tottenham, that's obviously now finished. I finished that last night. Everyone is such a different level, and everyone said it in that episode is when he come in, the difference in the persona, everything it changes. And I think obviously it's a lot harder to take club football to international because you don't get twelve months and training five days a week. You literally get yeah. two weeks at a time, not even two. Sometimes two, one week with your squad, yeah. and then you're away from them for a month. So you've got to try and get that all in one. But yeah. It's it's such a hard model to look at because you look how yeah. teams like France succeed for so long, and why? Yeah. Well, I think the France thing is quite a, an unfair one because the well, not unfair, but it's just they've just got so much talent and there's one after the other. It's like a seventeen-year-old you think, oh, he's going to be great, and then there's one after him. There's a sixteen-year-old, there's a fifteen, there's a fourteen-year-old. There's well, so why, many why, of them. Why have we? Why don't we have the ability to do that? Exactly. So clearly, they've got a setup in France in the ac- academies. And obviously, I don't know, in the national setup, which is better. It is better. Um, we've tried, obviously, we've tried grassroots, et cetera, et cetera. But um, to be honest, I could open a whole can of worms on why certain things in our country doesn't work. Yeah. Racism. Racism, I believe, is so, so relevant yeah. right now. And I feel like a lot of uh, Southern Asian guys, like Asian-looking guys, and even black players don't always, and I'm not saying this is... I'm actually seeing this from, from experience, from seeing it, do not get the same level of appreciation and favouritism like an English white male may get in this country. And yeah. like I said, I don't want to open it up. This is not a whole can of worms. I don't want to open a can of worms. But it's true. Mm. And, and in France, maybe it's less so. Because you do, when that happens, it, you restrict yourself a lot. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. Yeah. No, so, so but I think we can improve and, and I think we should be looking to do that. Of course, I think there's a lot we could carry on saying, but I think we've sort of covered the main ideas of what we wanted to talk about in... Yeah, of course. But I do think Gareth will stay in charge for the foreseeable future. I actually want him to stay in charge for the foreseeable future. Um, but in terms of the long-term direction, I'm not sure. No, and I completely agree with that. Mm. Um, so if people do want to see us talk more obviously, about England, it's a thing, I think that there's so much we could discuss on... So yeah, please let us know, to be honest, yeah. Let us know, obviously. Yeah, and also about, do you want to mention about the game game week two, but it was just done earlier, so, yeah. Game week two, obviously this episode comes out Saturday at six, which is our new upload time, I think. If you haven't seen us, what you mentioned it last week. Yeah. Longer than Friday, just because of schedules. Both got new jobs now. It's trying to get back into the flow and getting things like that. So, yes, our personal life is on the rise. It's yes. no longer just sitting around in lockdown. Yeah. Um, but episode two predictions are over on our instagram now uh we've done an instagram live just discussing yeah. really week two of the premier league some of the transfers obviously big ones it's blowing up the last few days it's like deadline day yeah it is uh, Weird. it's still like a deadline day yeah i are obviously going to the bottom massive yeah Tiago finally getting his yes. <laughs> you're gonna see it <laughs> i'm waiting for the shirt with liverpool six and about Thiago. yeah Obviously, Diego Yotta now going to Liverpool. It's yeah, it's yeah. Time, obviously, I think we've got about yeah. to deadline day. Uh, we'll probably do a special episode on deadline day if we can. Oh, definitely. If we can, obviously, depending on when it is and work day, etc., etc. But we will do our absolute best. Sorry, I believe it's a Monday, but we'll try October fifth. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. do an Instagram live or something. A bit or Instagram live for a quick Instagram will be quite nice. Uh, yellow ties out. In the oh yeah, Jim White. I'm, I've got it already. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Um, yeah. So we'll bring that a bit of an Instagram live. But if you haven't already, hit off our socials, which will be on the yeah. screen below there. Fantastic. Um, yep, yeah, right there, guys. And for this week, thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>